Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whatever time you're listening to the A&E podcast, hosted by none other than the Dinosaur Man, myself, and uh, the host of our great podcast, Jason J. Bones. Dude. Jason, we just got done watching oh. the Andor finale. I need to know your immediate reaction, your thoughts. Give me the juice. Bro, I mean, oh my god. Honestly, wasn't sold. I wasn't sold after episode 11. I was not ready to say that this series was really good. But that final episode has got me amped. Like, it's got me amped. The The final episode had just about everything I needed to make it a complete series. You had plenty of build-up. Yeah, the I'm not gonna lie. Th- that episode was only 56 minutes, including credits, but it felt like two hours, dude. And not only that, it felt like two hours, but at the same time, it felt like I was like, "It's over already." Like I wanted more of that. I needed yes. that for 12 episodes. Yes, yes, yes. I have to wholeheartedly agree. Like that episode felt perfect. I mean, I- I'm not gonna lie to you. Every moment of that episode, after a certain point, had me at the edge of my seat. Like, okay, like. What's going to happen next? Like, what, Bro, what's going to transpire here? Every single scene would end, and you're like, okay, what happens now? What happens now? What happened? Like, over and over, you're just like, this just keeps getting better. Every scene, it felt like it got better and better, and the story, it was just tying everything together. It was just, oh my God. Spoiler I mean, alert for anybody who hasn't seen the episode yet. I don't know why you're watching this if you haven't. If you haven't seen the full series, go ahead and check it out. Yeah, like, oh. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, there's. There was just betrayal at every every curve of this episode. Like, there's, you know, I just, I like I said, I was just, I was antsy. I'm like, I'm, I was anxious. I'm like, yo, what? Like, even though we know Andor lived to a certain point, I was just like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Like, what's going on? What's going on with this character? What's going on with this character? All of a sudden, I'm completely 100% invested in every character at some Bro, point. And I, and I hated even, all these characters yeah, going hate, into this episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm just kind of like, I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh Jesus, oh no, oh God, oh Lord. I'm like, dude, it was like, I, I don't even know, bro. This shit was so good. There was, it, it just listen. I had a drink before this, so I'm a little bit extra, like, I, but damn. Don't worry, I'm sober, guys. Um, that shit was, bro. I, and like, there were certain points, and like, and here's, a, I just want to, like, you know, I'm a big Empire sympathizer. You are. And at one point, I wanted to run through a wall and fight the Empire Bro, during this, this, listen, this episode. guys, we're going to go. I don't even, fuck the order. Fuck everything. We're just going. <laughs> Marvelous speech is fire. That is oh, probably yeah. one of the best speeches in Star Wars. Like, the only other better ones I can think of is, like, in Rebels. Because like, that's really the only other place you get to hear speeches like that is in Rebels. And some of those are fire. Yeah, like they're sure there's like short, like you know, like quick, like quips and stuff yeah. like that to try to like get you motivated. But there was just like something about that speech, and I was just like, I was like, give me a blaster, give me a bomb, give me a rock, give me something. I just want to hit a stormtrooper. I want to, I just want to. It makes me. It, it that gave me vibes of like it gave me like rebel vibes of when Palpatine has his speech. You know, the Republic has been reorganized into the Empire. They now, gave that, me those that, vibes. Yeah, like that was like that was the the rebellion like version of the Palpatine speech. Dude, that shit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting there in my chair. I'm like, I'm ready to run through a wall for these motherfuckers, oh, yeah, bro. Dude. Oh my it's, god, it's so dude. Good. That episode was just. I'm just the suspense <laughs> with the drums and the flutes and the 
the guy banging the anvil. Dude, it was just like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this shit's got me pumped, bro. I'm literally got, still juiced from it. We, I mean, we have we, we like literally everything about Star Wars that we love. We, you know, we have stormtroopers. We have ISB agent death troopers. We have uh, rebels lying in the lurk. We have, you know, the be- the small beginnings of rebellion. And you get that from the very jump of the show when you see this kid just sitting inside of his house building a bomb. And he's pissed. No, the first like, scene of the fucking of the episode, he's dude's like fucking he's like bomb. he's soldering a fucking bomb, dude. It's like, oh my god. We're we're building bombs. We're getting everybody together on one place. Everybody that we ever were introduced to in this episode in this series was in this episode all on Ferrix all at the same time. Luthen. Yeah, they uh, were. You know, everybody who didn't die. Cyril, Deidre, <laughs> Andor, Bix, the big man, like Bro. B. Yeah, you know, everybody this shit was, there. was just so good. Like the suspense build up through the whole episode of where like it has you on the edge of your seat because you don't know what corner they're gonna go again, like turn next. Like you have no clue. And it, dude, I, we were not. We both were big critics of this show going all the way through the series. But we, I can, I will admit when I'm wrong. Right, it's one of the things that I'm trying to get better at. I will admit I was. I was wrong. I was dead wrong I was, about this shit. I was shit. very wrong. I was very wrong. Like, um, oh the, my God. the writing of this, the writing, the director approach, the angles, the shots, the visuals, everything in this episode uh, made me forget the pri- previous 11. Dude, and honestly, like, yeah. Like, like, yes, like, give me give me this version of Andor every episode for a whole other season, oh, and God. you got me locked as it's the best show I've ever seen. Oh, dude, I, dude, it was so good. I just can't. Like, I'm... I'm amped of like, I, I don't even know the word. It's just it was so good, it was so like good. For, uh, like for like uh, for a show that doesn't have lightsabers, a show that doesn't have force right. users. I was like, I mean, the, every I'm not gonna lie, the, the opening scene of that episode just had me locked in. I was just like, okay, I'm here. I'm You're ready. Like, to okay, go. he's building a bomb. This is gonna get interesting. Yes. Like the next forty some minutes and are gonna be interesting. The pacing of this episode was fantastic. Like I said, there was no time for you to sit there and relax for a second. Yeah, there was no there falling was asleep like, in this episode. You were just like, okay, <laughs> like you were just on edge the whole time. You're like, is Andor gonna get caught? Who's gonna find Andor? What's going on? Is what's gonna happen with this person? That person? And I don't know. It just it was just crazy, dude. Was I, crazy. I was sitting in the, in the lounge that you're sitting in now during that episode, and I'm like, I'm like readjusting every five minutes. I'm like, dude, what's next? Like yeah. the whole episode, I'm literally on the edge of my seat. Like I don't know where we're going. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know who's gonna show up on the screen next. It, it, from start to finish, this episode was just so good. Like this isn't even like a great breakdown for you guys, but this shit was so good. Like I don't think I just watch it. I don't yeah, even think yeah. you should get a breakdown. You should just watch the damn uh, episode. I mean, like, even like, <laughs> I, I want to say, like, the I think the only lulls in the episode, and like, just something I just was so completely uninterested in because it was nowhere near what was the main action happening. Mon was Mothma. any Mon Mothma scene? Yeah, I was just I was so checked on the Mon Mothma. Dude, it was like I was like I was like, can we go back to Ferrix like right now, please? Why are we still Why are we still in Coruscant? Right, <laughs> go, and, go. And, like if it was leading somewhere good, but it it, it really didn't like. They kind of like shoehorned in like a couple things with like Mothma and Krieger, which I didn't love that. Like they had this conversation of the the Mothma having like a gambling husband and then like their guy goes and tells the Empire. And yeah. Then a guy walks by and is like, hey, Krieger's dead. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. So the, yeah. <laughs> so the one, the one guy who was obviously overwatching the Mon Mothma thing. Um, well, Mon Mothma, like she, like, t- I guess she's trying to like, 
blame or even put the ISP's ear that the money that she's missing is because of his gambling. Yeah. And obviously he reports that back to supervisor ISB and the agent's just kind of, it's like bullshit. It's just a lie. Yeah. And then uh, literally somebody comes in and goes, Krieger's dead. Like, like okay. literally just like what? literally walks past the doorway. Like it was so shoehorned in. Yeah. I mean, it was good though. Cause they quickly phased it back to Ferrix Cause they were like the, the big guy, the big Lieutenant was who obviously was like told Deezer like fine axis. Like, and he's like, he's like, listen, this is done. Everybody's dead. I know you don't like it. You know? But now it makes your job that much more important. You have yeah, to there's, find. There's, you have to find. Yeah, there's no witnesses. You need to find. You know. You got to find axes. Yeah, dude. I mean, <sighs> and uh, honestly, that's all we need to talk about off of Ferrix. I mean, off of and on term. Uh, honestly, everything before that scene, that speech, is irrelevant. I mean, you have pretty much uh, Andor's lurking around trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, somebody betrays him. The one black guy, I can't remember his name. He betrayed yeah. him. Routed him out to ISB. They went to go find him. DJ's hawk around people with death troopers. I'm like, what Dude, is I going mean, on? Yeah, Luthen lurking around in his beautiful Ooh. ship and his beautiful speeder. I love that ship. That ship's uh, crazy. You got uh, Cinta and Vel lurking around. You got the big man just doing his day to day, trying to get, you know, pass along information behind the Empire's back. Yeah, the whole, and the, I think the best part was the ISB the whole time's like, we we have this under lock. They're gonna listen to us. They're gonna do what we have to do. And all of a sudden, the fucking trumpets start playing. Dude, literally, like that. That to me was the where I was like, Ferrix. I went like, from on the edge of my seat to like basically like standing, hanging off yeah, my fucking seat. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, here we go. Ferrix flipped the double bird at the Empire. Is like, you can't tell us how to have our traditions. Let's go. They were like, they were like, yeah, the, the, it's gonna start in two hours. Literally, the next scene is Luthen talking to Vel. And then next thing you know, she she says him. He he's like, when the festivities gonna start? She's like, in two hours. And then next thing you know, you just hear the fucking the drums and the trumpet. The guy in the towers banging his his metal, <laughs> and you're just like, what's going on? And then yeah. it's just like everybody the, the confusion from the empire. The rebels get panicked. The bro, empire gets panicked. Oh my god, it was so good, bro. That this that's what I'm talking. The suspense in that exact part of the episode. Is where it just started building, and it yeah. built for like five minutes before you finally get a conclusion. Yeah, Cyril and, and the Irishman oh. are running around like, dude, what the fuck is Bro, going on? This is such a good episode. And then I, I would just, you know, I guess anything before like what we're talking about right now is completely irrelevant. It pretty so much now is irrelevant. Yeah. We have the whole the whole town at this point is just marching down like Main Street, and oh. like, like I mean, the, obviously the brick gets displayed. Um, the, the the trumpets are going, flutes are going, everyone's arm in arm. The whole, literally the whole, I feel like the whole planet was in that town that day, bro. And then like, they just crazy. like, and like they stop and they make it look like this is the end of it, and they stop playing the trumpets. He just kind of stands there with the brick for a second, and then next thing you know, they just start going. The beat gets faster, and they start walking oh, fast dude, and shit yeah, towards the and, empire. Yeah, they just start. No, and you're like. Oh my God! This is it. They're yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, we're like, what's what's going on? Is this is this is this the beginning of the rebellion Bro. here? Like, like when, I'm not gonna lie to you. When they charged at the empire, I was like, oh fuck! Like, I was like, they're gonna the, run them over. I was like, this is the beginning of the rebellion. Like, right they're here. gonna stampede yeah. them, bro. And then obviously they stop right before they and do they like a, they do a circle, circle like in yeah. the courtyard. B pops in the middle. They start chanting. Yeah, they start chanting. Uh, B gets in the middle, and all of a sudden, like, like stone like, to the sky or something like that. Yeah. And then Marva obviously pops up, and she's starting to give this speech. And at this point, I'm just kind of like. I'm like, yeah. This is the most moving like, okay. speech. Like, dude, this shit, honestly, like, if I was more invested in the characters up until this point, I might have shed a tear here. I yes. might have. Because yes. it had me, like, I was like, 
this is, I was like, you're speaking facts right now. God damn. Yeah, and then uh, the, Spitting. the one guy ratted out, you know, um, during this time, the one guy ratted out. The black guy ratted out. Ratted out uh, Andor. So, and, the, so I know D- where he's yeah. at. So Deidre's going behind enemy lines here looking for him in these random towers, which almost was a disaster for her, by the way. Yeah. Almost a disaster. Man, like. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. But, um, so she's lurking around with her death troopers looking around for this guy. She has her little agents running around looking for him. And meanwhile, he's in the fucking hotel rescuing Bix. Right, bro. He shoots. He literally throws him out of the ground and just shoots him in the chest. Yeah, stuffs a blaster in his fucking heart and I mean, blows dude, him away. Just such a... Like, from top to bottom, this episode was so well done. And, like... I, I feel like it's hard to break down because I can't even explain how good it was. Yeah, that's why I was like... It's kind of why I'm just like, we're just going to skip the first half and we're going to go right to the juice. Because it just got There's so, so much good juice. so yeah. fast. So much juice. And like, the fighting is great. The 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 way the way that the people are getting shot with blasters, like, it feels impactful when somebody gets shot. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, the guy throws the bomb and the bomb blows up and then it blows up a ton of other grenades. You know, we were we were we were getting to that point and you you're just so excited right now. Bro, I need I'm, you, I need I'm just, like I need I'm you. excited to the point we're, where I, I only have like literally like two more things to explain before we get to the good part. Okay, go off then. All right. <laughs> I'm just like pumped, bro. I'm fucking pumped. So <laughs> you, you just episode. have you have Marva's speech um where she, uh, she's just kind of like at first like it doesn't seem like it's a very hostile speech. No. She's just you know, oh, you know, blah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Now I'm dead. Well, I'm going to be dead. But what I should have done, and then all of a sudden it turns Bro, into a a, so a rallying cry to fight against the Empire because the Empire is treating them like shit. Yeah, because at first it feels like she's just, like, giving this heartfelt, warm, like, you know, I'm dead, but life will go on. You know, the typical, like, you know, Tony Stark in Endgame. Yeah. Where he's just kind of like, you know, I'm dead, but, you know, this is, your your life will go on. You know, the daughters of Ferrix will, you know, keep the town safe or whatever. And then she just flicks the switch. Yeah, like all that. of a sudden she's like, the Empire is the reason why we're having problems here. She's like, the Empire is a disease. <laughs> and that's, this This is this moment here is when I wanted to, like, run through a wall. Because she starts picking that, up. Well, no, that Imperial officer that comes out there, covers up B and kicks him to the ground. I was like, oh, fuck you. Bro, I and was then, pissed. All right, can we talk about this for a second? The fact that the Spartan man, kick. The Spartan first of all, kick. he Spartan kicks a dude like six feet like in the air before he hits the ground. <laughs> then he take he throws another dude, takes the brick with her name on it, and smashes it over the dude's ISB helmet. And the brick, by the way, stayed intact. Can perfectly intact. Stayed intact. It's Whoever made awesome. that brick, props to you, bro, because that shit did not break under an ISB helmet. And then uh, obviously, all of a sudden, you know, now we have people brawling with ISB agents and then all of a sudden the bomb we saw him assembling the beginning of the episode gets fucking hurled by the way this guy's like Aaron Rodgers because he bro, hurls this bomb bro, he threw that shit yards. far as hell he was just like he corked that thing back and tossed that shit lands and right on the tank light. by the way lands right on the tank kudos dude, to that that was just dude, a ridiculous this guy throw. this guy that's like <laughs> blows up the tank which for some reason I don't know why you'd put a box of thermal detonators right next to a tank. Um, what are you thinking? It sets off a train reaction, kills a lot of the empire, or at least wounds. Uh, it didn't at look like it killed a lot of people. Yeah, it didn't it look like wound, it killed a lot of people at all. It wounded some people. Um, it put a lot of smoke into the air. Oh yeah, yeah. It made it made things a little easier, a little harder. 
And then the Empire starts freaking out and just starts going, fucking blast them. They're like, fire away, open fire. The, this episode was, the I think, the only sustained success I've ever seen the Empire have in terms of accuracy. I feel like they hit every shot. <laughs> Dude, it didn't look like they missed a lot, no. No, they did not miss. They, they were hitting hit. their shots today. They came to play. Oh, they came to play today, which makes me believe that by the time uh, <laughs> the New Hope came around, all the good stormtroopers were dead. Cause right, because I feel like nobody hit a shot. No, because even in Rogue One, they were hitting their shots, bro. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's it's honestly, it's after they take over Tantive Four, Because when they were taking over Tantive Four, they were hitting their shots. Yeah. In yeah, that first right. opening scene, they hit their shots. Well, you got to think like uh, probably a lot of a lot of veteran, a lot of veteran troopers were on Scarif, a lot of veteran troopers on the first Death Star. Probably so, invaders, you know, patrols. Yeah. You know, it makes sense why you know potentially like everyone forgot how to hit somebody after yeah, that. Yeah, man, but, they're probably shaky a little bit. Oh, a little bit. But yeah, dude, like the, the bomb goes off, the, dirt, the detonators go off, Andor just walks out of the front of the hotel with Bix. Literally, dude, you know, just, just stabs just, or just, just walks out. Just yo, and I think I don't think you were looking, but bro, this man hits a shot on a death trooper. That ne- bro, he literally dives like halfway across the room, and as he's diving, he like shoots like up on like a a forty five degree angle, hits this dude right in the heart, and he just drops to the ground, like a perfectly placed shot while wait, diving. Wait, wait. They killed the death trooper. One of them. Really? He shot him in the heart, bro. Oh, shit. Literally, he was like. They, the Death Trooper like turned and shot at Andor. Andor and Bix get behind a wall. Andor just jumps out, dives, and just boom, right I, to the chest. I, I feel like I need to rewatch that because I think I missed that part. Yeah, I think you did. Because I but, looked over you, and I, I was like, no reaction? What the hell? <laughs> I, think, I think I was looking at my phone because I was trying to figure out when this speech was coming up. Yeah, and uh, he hits his <laughs> shot, and I was like, damn! That was, that's probably... That's that was a fire I shot. See, I have to see that That was again. a fire that, shot. That was nuts. But then, like you said, they just kind of walk out the front door of the hotel. Like There was no... Uh, there was no issue. Other one, the other one. No, no, the the one. Which one? Right. The, yeah. That, one? Yeah. Not other way. What do you mean? Like tight, tighten it. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no, no. I see what. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Thank you. I don't know how that came undone. A little confusing. Yeah. So sorry. The mic, sorry the yeah, the mic, <laughs> fe- mic. The mic fell. Sorry about that. Dude. But yeah, I, I just like, uh, and at this point, Deidre gets separated from our other death trooper. Yeah. And she gets uh, practically trampled by the crowd. Bro, and, and they were dragging her ass away. Oh, they were they were going to kill her. Yeah. They were 100% going to kill her. Then all of a sudden, somebody comes up, puts a blaster in her back, and leads her to a dark alley. It's looking real sus right now. Like, What's bro, about to happen? She's about to get lit up. Uh, or, you know, or something else. Yeah, a little but... something else. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. And then all of a sudden, this this guy with the blaster flips her around, and it's it's Cyril. It's Cyril, uh, and... We were, I'm not gonna lie. I thought the awkward quest was coming. Cause I, she, like, because I mean, could you imagine? This girl's panicked out of her mind. Literally, bro, she scared looked, to death. She looked psycho in that moment. Yeah, she was. She was scared to death. She thought she was gonna die. If the last thing that she wanted was you to kiss her. So I'm glad you, he didn't go for it. Bro, that literally, been, I would have weird. She already looks scary, and then she has like this psycho hair, dirt on her face. Like she looks a mess. Yes. And and she's like, and she has like the the wide eye, like crazy eyes. Like, oh my god, like panicked, like yeah, in like shock. she's visibly shaking. Like you know, she, I don't think she closed her mouth for like like five minutes. Bro, literally, and then like he's just kind of standing there. Like she's got him pushed up against a wall. He's kind of just sitting there, like, uh, like yeah. he don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. He's flustered, man. And you know, all she says is pretty much just thank you. And then it, we don't see them the rest of the episode. But then it cuts. Thank God. Yeah. I thought they were gonna kiss. I'm like, bro, don't do it. Yeah, don't do don't, it. It's don't, too, yeah, don't do it's it. It's too drawn out. You can't do it. Yeah, it's. 
I mean, like, listen. There's times she, when the drawn she out needed, works. She needed to live. So I'm glad because like they already renewed for season two. Yeah. So you know she has to. You know there has to be a protagonist. A that, really good one that too. has like something in it, like involved in this. And yeah. obviously now that she's almost been killed, Andor's been stealing from her. She's uncovered this. She's a big player in the Empire now for yeah. this search of the rebellion. She has to live. And now, now she can go back to them and be like, "This was a rebel attack." Yes, like, like this. Sh- there is no question. This was a rebel was, attack. There was empire loss of life. There is, you know, Ferrix needs to die. Pretty, pretty much. much. And I have a feeling we're going to see something similar to Cinder in episode two. Yeah, I think there. I think the empire is just going to march into Ferrix and just start lighting people up. Bro, crazy. Like you know, the beginning of episode, the beginning of episode seven, where Kylo just marches in and annihilates whole town. Literally. That's what's going to happen. Bro, we're about 100%. to watch that happen in Ferrix. Yeah. And, uh, Which is going to be kind of why I think you're going to see more more uh, rise of the empire, rebellion here. You're yeah. going to see more you know recruits flock to Luthen and Andor um, <sighs> because I think the empire is going to come in there, massacre the whole town. And it's going to spread. It's going to spread real quick too. Yeah, because even now, like you have the big man Bix, the guy who threw the bomb, B, and a couple of the daughters of Ferrix, all left in that one ship. And not to mention who else probably left. You know, anybody, I guarantee yeah. you, threw hands against the Empire there they is probably, probably trying in. to find a way to get the fuck out yeah. before it's too late. And so, like... Because they didn't kill all... The, the Empire's still there. They didn't die. Yeah, no. There, there might be wounded right now licking their chops. There's a couple probably wounded, a couple dead, you know, but there's still a good enough force there to tell you, really fuck some people up. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, obviously a matter of time before they catch up to everybody. I mean, it's gotta be. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we see Deidre earlier in the episode landing on the Imperial shuttle. Imperial shuttles don't go far without, you know, Star Destroyers or cruisers not far behind. So yeah. I guarantee there's an off-planet force sitting out there somewhere. So uh, Season 2, Episode 1 is going to be nuts. I already tell you that right now. Yeah, the first episode is going to be action-packed, and then it's going to slow down after that, I think. Yeah. I For mean, the I, next however many episodes. And you know 12. what? If you give me Episode 12 I'll, at some point, I'll be okay with Dude, it. Dude, honestly. Me, show me whatever you want to you, show you've me. You've got me. That episode has got me like, I'm like, okay. I see. I, I I now can go into the next season having faith that they know how to do a full story. Oh yeah, because yeah, like this, going this into went, this, I this was went like full circle. Going into this series, I was kind of like, I was like, I hope it's good, but I don't have faith that it will be. And I, and you get like, um, and all the major players live. You know, all the major players. Andor lives. Big Man lives. Um, Luthen lives. Vel Cinta. Um, Bix. obviously Andor Bix. Um, Deidre, even on the even on the Cyril. Empire side, Cyril, Deidre, even the Irish guys sitting there drinking. Irish, the yeah, Irish guys just chilling. Bro, my the, man was sipping on the flask. The biggest loss of rebellion life was um, the Krieger incident, which we all knew was going to happen anyway. Yeah, it was so. And um, there was a couple other people from from Ferrix who died. Like, a couple people who who he knew. Yeah, not like it was. Like I said there wasn't any major players. Yeah, no, no, so no big ones. We'll have some some more character development next season, which should be good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, now I'm kind of inter- I'm interested to see like where does this season go because you know the title of our previous episode um, was I need to pull it up I don't don't remember off the top of my head. Uh it was where is Andor's story going? Well, this episode definitely showed us where it was going, and it yes. it ended off on a bang, and like, dude, it's like yeah, and I mean we get. Uh, I mean, at the end of the episode, we get um, Andor somehow finds Cassian's ship somehow. Don't know how. 
but he found it. Yeah. And he see, you know, Luthen turns around, Andor standing, he goes, "You were here to kill me." And Luthen kind of goes, "Well, yeah, I'm yeah, not going yeah, to tell you yeah, no." I'm not going to say no. <laughs> and Gid presents the opportunity, he goes, "Kill me or let me come." Hey yo. And uh <laughs> And I, you know, we we all know, he didn't shoot him at the end like, of the episode. Yeah, like so. Luthen, Luthen, I mean, we know he can't shoot him. Yeah. But um, honestly, in the moment, I'm like, he's gonna shoot him. I'm like, he's gonna yeah. fucking shoot him. Like somehow, he, obviously, Andrew's gonna live, but I'm like, he's gonna shoot him somehow. Well, you know what I think? I think Luthen realized watching, obviously, Marva's speech, speech watching the people of Ferrix. They're like. Andor is more important than I realize. He can give me this whole town. He can yeah. give me. The army that I need to really start this. Because when Marva is saying in the speech, you know, the Empire is a disease, the shot is on Luthen, and his face kind of goes, huh. You know, he, he kind of gets that, wait, maybe, you know, not just him, but the people everywhere are all feeling this way. Like, if this old lady is feeling this way, there's a lot more people that are feeling this way. And if she was this tied into the community, Everyone else in this community is feeling this way, and he knew it was about to happen. He dipped up out of there as soon as that bomb went off. Yeah, he um, he did not hang around. Long. The only thing I <laughs> I wish he would have did is I wish he would have called off Vel and Cinta. <laughs> yeah, but uh, obviously they never ran into uh, Andor. They ran into Deidre's poor assistant, which yeah. uh, took a knife in the chest. Yeah, he uh, Cinta just catches up with him. He yeah. goes, "Who who are you?" And nice thing you know, you cheer. Like, don't oh. anybody you don't know get too close to you. Lesson, yeah, that's... you know, lesson learned. And he walked her up to her too, and she just gave him a knife to the fucking yeah, heart. Broke. It wasn't a big blade either. It was very small. Very small. But she went in three, twice. She, she stabbed. And then oh, did she? Up. Yeah. Uh... She like stabs, and you hear like a little bit later. She you hear like another push. You know that's why. Like I'm not gonna lie. I kind of appreciate being a bigger guy. Because survive if, a stab. I think so. Because <laughs> if you if you come with this little three inch blade, you're not getting through the the, the breast. Listen, it man, ain't happening. You're getting through my breast. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you're, you stab me yeah, anywhere. You're getting me. You're, you're, you're pretty you're, much getting me. Yeah, huh? you're you're fucking. Chicken. The only place I'm living is you get me like the leg, and you'll you'll hit an artery. I'm good. Yeah, you're you're a chicken. Yeah. A- anything in the gut, I'll be all right. You know, th- even in the upper chest, I think I'll be good. You know, I got I got some padding. I might right. be okay. You hit me in the head, I might be all right. I'm not gonna lie. I got a thick head. <laughs> I know that you've 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 baffled me over these last few years, dude. I got a thick head. I've hit some. I've had some bad head injuries and never had a concussion. Oh no, I've had multiple. Dude, I mean, I've hit my head like hard and never had concussions. I've I don't had, know how. Don't I've know had how. at least four concussions that I know of. All right, listen, I've never gone to a doctor and gotten diagnosed, but I've definitely had concussions. Well, like, so I mean, I've but I've first, always, I've never lost memory or anything. The first one I ever had was we were playing. For some reason, we were playing football on the street. Now oh, we, you were, play, about this we were playing tackle, <laughs> but you know, it's uh, uh your kids. Yeah, like we're so I think we're. Uh, we're either kicking off or returning a kick. I can't remember. And I go to block somebody in some way, shape, or form, and this guy just runs me over. And next thing you know, heads on concrete. I'm out cold. I'm bleeding from the back of my head. I'm Bro, like, there's nothing shit. like that feeling of like you wake up after hitting your head and it, and everything is just like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, what your happened? Your eyes are sensitive. Like, I, I, I knew what happened, I think, a couple days after, but at the time I was like, wait, what happened? They're like, yeah, you went for a block and it didn't go well. And I was like, oh, Dude, okay. The one time I hit my head, everyone thought they're like, he broke his skull, <laughs> bro. I was I was playing defensive basketball. Right, we're playing out. It was summer league, so we're outside on a. It was actually a hockey rink that we're playing on, and so guy gives me a, a nice mean pump fake. Right, he had, every he was a. I knew him personally. 
he was a shooter. He always shot. So he throws me his pump fake. I'm like, I'm blocking this motherfucker. You know me. I jump high as shit. So I jump up to go block him. And he just puts the ball down, starts dribbling, and he kind of like crouches in a way. Like he like bends over, mm-hmm. hits my feet. Bro, I go flipping. Uh, Boom. That sucks. Hit, I was lucky. I got very lucky. My tailbone actually hit the concrete uh, maybe a half a second, a second before my head. So it took a lot of the impact. But I hit my head, and I can vividly remember. I can still feel it. I'm, I'm, as I'm talking about, I can actually feel like the ripple of like when I hit. I hit my head, and then like I bounced two, two more times off the concrete. Like it was like boom, and like my head kind of bounced back up, and then it hit again, and then it hit again, and then finally I rested. And I remember just like laying there, and I closed my eyes. Everyone thought I was out cold, and I and like I walk, I look over to the bench, and I roll my head because my bench was right there. I roll my head to the left. And I see my dad and my uh, my neighbor. My dad was the coach. My neighbor was the assistant coach. So he they come over to me, blah blah, asking me all these questions. I'm like, I know, like I'm, I'm just like my head just fucking hurts, bro. And my, I was like, honestly, my tailbone hurt a lot more than my head did. Yeah. Because I went from about four feet in the air onto my tailbone, and mm. dude, it was bruised and it hurt for like probably a week, week and a half. That shit was bad. And I remember going home, and, like, they're like, do you think you have a concussion? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, right? So I go on the bench. They sit me on the bench for, like, five five minutes. Are you ready to go back in? Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. So I go in, right? <laughs> God, this shit was hilarious, right? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good, right? Everybody's asking me, my teammates, my team, my coaches, are you good? I'm like, I'm fine. I can, I'm fine. I can play. So I go out. They give me the ball, top of the key. I'm a three-point shooter, right? Top of the key. I get it. I shoot a three. Bro, I air my four feet. <laughs> Everybody looks at me like, yo, is he good? I'm like, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I scored like two points fucking the rest of the game. I, mm-hmm. I was, and, and I, I felt fine. I just don't know what it was, man. I just – I was off my game, obviously. Yeah, my my next three concussions were all sports late except for one. They were all hockey. Well, yeah, two – so two hockey breakaways. For some reason – we're playing on feet, okay? Yeah. So feet, remember me. How do you stop running, Okay. So this kid is on a breakaway. I'm playing goalie. He's coming in, uh-huh. and he just forgets how to stop, and he, he just, just crashes into you? yeah. <laughs> and my head hits my head like uh, my helmet post. was my helmet was short. I, I I had a kid's helmet, yeah, because the thing was expensive, and I feel like buying a new one. Yeah. So my, my head helmet like as he hits me, my body comes forward, so my helmet comes forward to the on top me, of your head, and then my head goes in the back of the pipe, and next on the I'm goalpost, out, I'm oh. out for like 15, 20 minutes. Damn, really? Yeah. That's yeah. scary, There was an bro. EMT there. So like, he came over. He was like, yo, you guys. say, when, yeah. when you're out that long, dude, after hitting your head, it's scary. Yeah, well, he um, after we, <laughs> we ended up winning that game, I didn't play. Somebody else suited up for me. I rested the rest of the way. Um, but they uh, <laughs> we went to Buffalo Wings afterwards, and I was like, I'm going to go to Urgent Care instead. And then at, they was right next door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Urgent Care was like, "Hey, you actually need to go to the hospital because you blacked out." And I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "All right, ah, right, fine." I and guess. then the second one, same thing happened. Guy on a breakaway doesn't know how to stop. Runs <laughs> crashes through, yeah. into me, <laughs> knocks me out cold again for like five minutes. This one wasn't that bad, um, but this time I was just like, I was like, "Yeah, it's my third concussion." I was like, "I, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna sit out this one." And so I, I, I played the rest, watched the rest of the game on the bench. We win, and then last concussion. This is the most recent one. I was uh, I was working as a lot attendant at Mall Chevrolet with my dad. Yeah. And um, it it was the middle winter, bad snowstorm, and I'm kind of going around patrolling the lots to make yeah. sure you know that's what we that's what we did you know we patrol lots whenever we, you know we, it was it was dark, and uh, 
Yeah, giant ice patch in the middle of the parking lot. Swoop. Smack your head against the window. Out cold. No, on on the concrete. Oh, you I slipped. slipped on, I slipped oh, you were walking. Ice. I yeah, thought I was in a car. Okay. No, I was walking. Ice slip. Head hit the ice. Out for another like five minutes. Woke up cold as shit. Wanted to go try to drive a car. <laughs> Almost drove. So I had to go get gas. Drove the car over to the Wawa. Yep, right there. I, co- I come back to the. Uh, I come back to the, <laughs> the our detail department. The nozzle is still attached to the car. You drove uh, up with yeah, the fucking uh, nozzle, dude, bro. I was, oh my god! I was god. so out of it. Yeah, they sent me to. Uh, they sent me to the urgent care down the street, and uh, I got like six or seven days paid off. Yo, nice. that's crazy, bro! You drove off with the nozzle. That's oh yeah, yeah. It was bad. It was oh, real bad. Man. Yeah, I was. I was. Conc- I've been concussed. I'm surprised. Like, I don't have fucking CTE, dude. I. Uh, and it's crazy. I've hit my head a lot. Like a lot. Never like that bad. Well, though. I th- I think what it was except is for that, that one. My f- I think my first ever concussion was that bad that it was just like yeah because like, it was it was a huge impact. It was concrete. There was blood involved. Yeah, and then the rest of them were just kind of like enough to rattle me to the point where like it was like, hey, your brain needs to chill. Like, yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, and that's the worst when you get that when you hit your head and you get that fuzzy feeling. You're like, oh man, this doesn't feel right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've had that, but I've never had like memory loss. I've never had. Uh, Never, other, like no, I, I've never had a problem. I've never had memory loss, but oh, like, oh, dude, I have a bad one, but I can't tell it on stream, unfortunately. I'll tell you later. Uh, no, you know about uh, it already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've had, I haven't had memory loss, but I've had like short term, like, mm-hmm. like while I'm still recovering from the effects. Yeah, I've never. Like, had I've that. had the uh, sensitivity to light. That was awful. I had to dude, wear sun. I had to wear sunglasses everywhere. Yeah, dude, it's like it's you like, look like a fucking like, psycho, uh, dude. In- inside right now with these two lights, I'd have to have glasses on. Like and like thick sunglasses. Bro, too. that first night when I went home, after I hit my head after the game, I went to the bathroom, bro, and I I had to shit because I hit my tailbone and I was like, it really hurt, right? I was like, but I have to shit. Like I feel like I have to shit. I'm gonna explode. So I go to the bathroom, and my eyes did hurt. Like I did have that light sensitivity, but it was dark when we left the stadium or the like, the rink, so it wasn't that bad. So when I get home. I go into the bathroom and I'm like, bro, it's so bright in here. I get up <laughs> off the toilet, I shut the light off, I take my phone flashlight out, and I'm sitting there with my phone flashlight on like the lowest setting, and I'm just like watching like videos on YouTube with like Gosh. my brightness on low. That's awesome. In the dark, just taking a shit, and then I went to my room, turned off. I like, I got food. I think I got like ice cream. I went to my room, turned off my light, and just sat there in bed all night, like with YouTube. Like I was on one side of the bed, my phone was like propped up on the other side of my bed, and I had like YouTube videos going. Yeah, the rest of the night. I just like for me it was the it was the light sensitivity and it was like the all oh, constant headaches. Constant. Yeah, headaches. I never had the headaches, but like the it, light definitely. The the one where I slipped on the ice, that was probably the worst one. Yeah. That was the light sensitivity. That was like headaches all the time. I had to take paid time. I like they gave me paid time off because I got because I got hurt at work. But they were like, yo, like take as much time as you need, and it was bad. It was You're like, real bad. I, you gave me seven days. I'm gonna take seven more. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like even my dad was like, "Yo, are you good?" And I was like, "Dude, I everything hurts right now. Fucking the light hurts. Me moving my head the wrong way hurts." Yeah, yo, dude. When I had an ear, all right, we're getting way off. This is the last one. When I had an ear infection, bro, it was after I flew. Like I flew a couple times back to back to back in like a week or two. And um, was that when you went to Florida to see your dad? No, it's when I went down to. Uh, my brother's graduations. Oh, so he yeah, had like yeah, his yeah. regular basic training and then he had his, his specialty or whatever. So I was down there like, I went down like twice in like two weeks or some shit. And it was four flights and then there was a bunch of driving. I I did something else. Like I was in, I went in a pool or a hot tub. My ears like got clogged or something. 
Anyway, it's like uh, it's like ten o'clock at night, and I was like, I can't move my head. Like it hurts. Like I have this aching inside of my head, and it hurts to move my head. So we get in the car, and I'm like, Mom, I gotta go to urgent care. Like this is killing me. And so we get we go to, get in the car, go to urgent care. We're driving there, and like every little bounce in the car, I'm like, Oh my god, like it hurts so bad. And I'm like, You know what? I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call it whatever. Like I need, we need to get there asap. And of course, mm-hmm. the one closest to us was closed. We had to go to the far one up by like uh, the mall, like Deptford Mall. That was like the closest one. It was yeah. like a 25 minute drive, and my head's like bouncing in the car. And I'm like, I close my eyes. It, dude, it just sucked, and I couldn't, I couldn't see anything. Like it just hurt so bad. And uh, so yeah, dude, like I couldn't move my head. So I know what you're talking about when you said you can't move your head when you get in touch. Uh, it was, that shit it was sucks. brutal. It was brutal. It's just uh, ass. That never. Never want to experience that again. I, I yeah. think that's partly why I, I hung up the uh, the goalie pads for golf clubs. You hung them up? Yeah. No, it's hard to get a concussion for going golf. Listen, I, I don't know. I've the, seen it, dude. Hey, the way I sliced the ball, as far as I haven't given somebody a dude, concussion yet. Uh, in when I was in high school, the high school team actually hit somebody in the head with a, a golf ball. They they swung and hit somebody in the head with a golf ball. Oh, God. Yeah. guy. I don't know how. Like, I was just standing off. Guy slices off the tee like bad, and it just hit him in the fucking head, and he was just out cold. Well, uh, like you got to think, right? So, like when I golf, like I, I've I've gone for fittings, like I've gone to like the driving range to see like my club head speed and my ball yeah. speed and stuff like that. Um, my best swing ever, my best swing ever. The ball didn't go very far, okay, but that's because I hit it into the ground. Yeah. But the measurements on this, How I fast? swung the club at 120 miles an hour. What was the exit velocity? The ball came out of the, the, the tournament at 165. God, bro, when we were at Top Golf, the highest that me and Sean, the highest we were able to get is like one, I think it was like one, I want to say it was like 129, 130. I, I, when I tell you, I, I fucking hit this thing as hard. Like, I took every bit of aggression I had. And you put it into and that I shit. put it into that ball. And I was like, the worst part is, is if I would have hit it at the right angle, that thing would have flew. flew. But it went into the dirt. But besides, I, I did I did get a club head speed of 120, ball speed was 165. Now, if I would have hit somebody with that, they would have either died or had a concussion. It might have went through their face, to be honest with you. 165 mile an hour, Dude, golf ball to know. the dome. I don't even want to know how hard that and is. And if you hit, you hit the, the, imagine like that on the temple, temple. They're dead. You're dead. Instantly. Dead. Instantly. Oh, yeah. Bro, like, that's you a, can like, the squeeze only thing, your temple with your fingers and it, you get a headache. Like the only, and that, that's actually how I get rid of my headaches. Is I, I, like if, I have, if I have a headache, I'll squeeze my temple to try to get rid of a headache. Really, I just yes. rub them and it goes away. I do that too sometimes, but um, but yeah, like, <laughs> and like when you're golfing, you have just a hat on or like yeah, and like, like a t-shirt. Okay? You better hope it hits so, the rim before your head. Yeah, so if you're getting drilled with a golf ball in the dome, it's it's pretty much just straight skull contact. Yeah, there is no you yeah, don't that's, have that's padding. Bad. Yeah, so I guess you can get a cussin from golf, but no, you definitely it's very, can. It's very, uh, it's rare. It's very rare. Yeah. It's definitely rare. That's why you say four, four, four. I don't know where the fuck it's coming from, but four. <sighs> All right, well, let's bring it back. Well, we want, we want to, to be like, fair. We we have talked about the episode except for one scene. One scene. The ending. One scene. Scene. But we're gonna take a quick commercial break before we get to that scene. Okay, quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. All right, guys, and we are back from the commercial break. And I'm going to come in with a question for you guys as well as for you, sir. Was this the best episode of live-action Star Wars that we've had in TV shows? Huh. That's a 
It's actually a good question. Kind of bold, honestly. It's a bold question to ask. <sighs> I have to think. A, I, I would say um, normally I would say it's a hot take, but this episode, for, what it did for the series, has an impact on the ranking of the episode to me. Yeah, I I think so. Because um, I feel like there might be better episodes in Mando, but I like the, as individual does, episodes maybe. Okay, okay, all right. Do, now, are we talking about like is this the best series or is this the best episode? No, in general? singular episode. Is this the best episode in terms of like impact on the overall story? I guess. Um, because I feel like it, it might be. I I think it's going to be a close second because, like we did say, this is a make or break for this series. I'm I'm not going to lie to you though. I think. The the series finale, the season, the se- uh, the season finale season two. of Mando season two. I mean, yeah, is probably. I might uh, give you that one actually. Is probably the be- the pinnacle of like Star Wars TV. That might be the only a- other episode that I might consider. Because you, you, there's so much you get in that episode. You get Bro. the changing of the dark saber. You get the capture of Moff Gideon. You get Luke Skywalker, actual Luke Skywalker, like. Boss ass Luke Skywalker. You get R two um, again. R two. You get the Death Troopers, well, the the modified mechanical yeah. Death Troopers, not the real Death Troopers. Um, but there's there's just there was so much in that episode, and then obviously the tension between him and Bo-Katan. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I think I think, and then obviously Grogu. Uh, Grogu automatically just has a special place in my heart. Yeah, no. I mean, it's like I agree, and like that—that that might be the only episode that I could say you you could argue with. I don't think there's another episode that's like stand out like that. That no, and, other than even like season like, one Mando episode one. Season one Mando was was awesome. Like episode one, just because like it blossomed everything we know. Well, yeah, because the, the episode one finale there is you know you see Grogu, and then there. I mean. Social media at that point Bro, was going crazy, blue crazy up, and I, I'm not getting. Actually, I might have to agree with you. I think I think episode one of Mando, I think, might be the pinnacle. Um, with a, a second would be the uh, end of season two, and then I think Andor episode twelve is probably the third best because let's then, be honest, nobody. I would, I would say six is after that because social media was absolutely insane. I don't, on episode one of Mando and the season finale of Mando. I only feel like that's the case. I don't know. Like, maybe just people weren't. Because people were, not only were they saying, like, Star Wars is back. I think it was because it was the first show of Star Wars live action. And because it was a completely new story and a new take. Whereas Andor is kind of, like, following in the footsteps of Mando as a live action series. Yeah, but at the same time, like, people were, the whole time were like, they, I think they were so distasteful from the sequels. sequel trilogy that they were just like, they're like, this is what Star Wars is. Yeah, you know, and, and I have to agree. I mean, you know, you know my that was, stance that was, on the that sequels. Was, that dude, honestly, Man- Mando season one was the phenomena that followed that was absolutely absurd. Everybody had Baby Yoda. License people, plates, people that didn't even stickers on their cars. People that didn't even like Star Wars had were, Grogu were watching merch. and loved yeah. it, bro. And and like. That Halloween, like you, the following Halloween, dude, everybody is in Mando costumes. Everybody has Mando this, Mando that, Grogu this, Grogu that. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. season season one of Mando was like 
the phenomenon that follows that was absolutely wild. I'll never forget that time in Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. Like social, weird. the social media presence was crazy. You know, it's I had insane. people that didn't even like like Star Wars was tweeting about Mando. Bro, it was wild. Whereas right? like right now, the only people that I know talking about Andor are people, are who people like that Star Wars. like Star Wars. Yeah. So I, I think in terms of overall impact, I mean, maybe listen, is, we're only we're we're still only like this episode came out tonight or today. So like. We still have like probably a week before we see anything big from Andor like really happening on social media. I mean, like I've seen some tweets like, "Oh, like Andor is one of the best shows." Andor, yeah, I see that know, a lot. Series, uh, I'm like, okay, like now that I have the whole story, it's in the top three. I would say honestly, for me, I feel like it's so even with Book of Boba Fett right now because like Book of Boba Fett was just like it's nostalgic because it's Bo- it's Boba, obviously. Yeah, you also get Mando and Luke and Grogu and Ahsoka and. R2, and you get all these characters who, like, you're already love and familiar with. Because I, I'm... Here's, this was here's, completely fresh. Because here's my ranking right now. Mando. Mando, number one, uncontested. Shouldn't be a question ever. Andor, hot <laughs> take, Andor, number two. Okay. Obi-Wan, three. Oh, dude, I, I completely forgot about Obi-Wan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Book four. I honestly... Do, do any episodes of Obi-Wan compete with that episode? Because I don't think the final one does. I don't think the final battle was good enough. No, it wasn't. Not for not what for about, what it should have been. Is like, there a better, like five du- was like, fire though. Duel the Fates was just, you know. But five, episode five, Obi Wan, that shit had us hype, bro. Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard. I honestly, for me, I think I agree. I think I think it's, I, for I, I think the best episode out of Obi Wan was episode three. When um, Darth finally catches Obi Wan and tries to make him, you know, repay the debt, and then he it gets, burns uh, him. yeah, and burns okay. him. I think that was probably pinnacle Obi Wan. Ah, dude, if if I remember back to the way we watched that, because I've had us hype. Well, here's the thing though, because that also gives that also gave us Obi Darth Vader massacring an entire town, it slaughtering did, it kids. Did. Yeah, it cut the. Yeah, snap the kids. Snap and necks. Uh, yeah, that was. I said that was peak probably Obi Wan. So like for me, like live action episodes, it's gonna be like this, right? And then I think five was a close because when, when Vader just ripped apart ship, that ship apart, dude, I was oh like, okay, like, that's nuts. And then he just toys with Reva so easily. So if, if for me for Obi Wan it would be three, five, and then six would probably be my ranking for that. Um, but I, I'm gonna I, go I a little bit different. Five, three, six. Because I need, I feel like I need it more. They could have flushed that story out more. Yeah. So that's why Obi Wan ranks probably last for me mm-hmm. in terms of the live action shows. I yeah. mean, maybe because uh, I think Ahsoka is gonna beat it easy. Cause I think it's Ahsoka's a story that we beat it. I think it's a story we've always wanted to see. Dude, Ahsoka so. is gonna. <clears throat> Ahsoka might be the best show. Honestly, it might. It, it's gonna be I a think, hard I think contest it might, for Mando. I think it's gonna beat out Andor easy. Because it's a story we haven't seen before. It's a story we don't really know about unless you uh, like really pay attention. Yeah, dude. So. Like, for Rebels fans, it's just, this is about to be like... So I'm telling you, you got to catch up on your Rebels, bro. Because this shit is... Andor, or, How much time do you think I have? Before that? <laughs> I mean, I have plenty. I have a lot of dude, time. Dude, I'm telling you, I, this, this... That's just me finding time. But it, honestly, like, just look up the essential episodes. Because you don't need the full series. Like, it's It helps to watch the full series, but you don't need it. Fair enough. It's like Clone Wars. You don't need the full series. If you ever get time to watch it, I absolutely encourage you to. But you don't have to. But it, there is some really good arcs in that show. Really good characters. But my ranking for live action is Season 2, final episode, Mando. 
Um, season one, episode one, Mando. Or no, 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 no. Andor final episode, then season one, Mando. Really? Season one, episode that's, one, Mando. That's, that's that's surprising to me, dude. This episode, I don't know what what this had. She had me hype, bro. Because I, I I mean I, like I agree with you, but I I I I me me. Like I think I think just because like you're you're asking for the overall impact on but, the story though, not like not real world impact. Like oh okay, on the okay, story. okay, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I think though. It it does help though because it it's it kind of gives you some some juice to get to the sequel trilogy because you know you'll you see you know that's just how Luke Skywalker started his school you know he found another Force user you know obviously before yeah. Ben Solo was born but yeah so, yeah, so I, I think season two Mando is number one like that that final episode is so good it's oh, fair it's perfect like honestly that that episode was like borderline perfect for me I'm like holy shit this is fire. Had a lot to it. And then this episode, again, really good. Like, there wasn't a lot I didn't like about this episode. Like, the only thing I didn't really like was the Mothma scenes. Uh, the throwaway with Krieger. Yeah. I think that was Which it. was yeah. tied into the Mothma scenes. So, yeah. I didn't really love that part, but that was, like, literally the only two or three scenes I didn't like. And everything that, else was yeah, really well, well done. I, everything off Ferrex was just awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was a really good part. But then everything else, like, dude... I don't. I can't find anything else bad about this episode. That's fair. And then, like season one, Mando, like it still had its quirks. Like it was still a brand new story. Like we didn't know what we were walking into. I think it was awesome, space western. But there, it was like it felt still slow. Like that first episode was slow. Like, I don't know if you've ever gone back and rewatched episode one. It was kind of slow. Well, but uh, knowing where it ends up, I'm like I'm locked in. Well, I, I mean, I was locked in as soon as you know he uh, Mando walks into the bar and goes. And the guy goes, yeah, yeah I, have, I have a contract for you. Go see the, the Empire guys. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Empire. I was locked sweet. in as soon as he got the little fish-looking dude, the blue fish-looking dude, and he just, like, takes out, like, six dudes in the bar. That was awesome. That was like, I'm like, I'm locked in now. I can bring you in alive, or I can bring you in cold. Bro. That <laughs> I was, was like, let's that, go. That shit, when he said that, I'm like, this show is going to be great. <laughs> I can bring you in warm, um, I can bring you in cold. But yeah, so I think that's like I think that's that's probably just below. Like it's this episode of Andor is barely edging it out right now for me. Like it might change over time as I let this episode marinate and rewatch it and stuff. But I think right now it barely edges it out. Um, so that's like my top three for live action, and then obviously like Obi Wan, like five, three and six, Andor six. Andor uh, six eye, was good. The eye was good. Um, well, that was Andor Six. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and then like I don't know, like there's no other really standout episodes. Like Book of Boba Fett wasn't didn't really have any standout episodes. The finale was okay. Yeah, I liked honestly. I liked the episode with with any episode with like Grogu training with Luke. I liked um, like him jumping around. I think rocks. one of the one of the pinnacle episodes for me was um, in Mando when Boba Fett and uh, came and helped him out at that one base. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. I I, I like that one because he took his helmet off and mm-hmm. I, that, I, that was that was that was that was right. I, I just I feel like they just did so much like wrong with that like, and it's a whole other episode. But did I feel you, like they didn't do. Did justice you remove your helmet? <laughs> I feel like they didn't do enough justice for Cad Bane and, and he, he's not dead though. He's not. I mean, he's not dead. I mean, I, he's not dead. The only reason he's not dead is because it's Star Wars. Like, let's be real. 
Everybody lives in Star Wars. We talked exactly. About that's what I'm saying. Like, Everybody that's, lives. that's why. Like, but if this is any other thing, like he's dead. Like he got shot in the fucking chest. Like he's dead in the heart. Like he's dead. Yeah. Even though we watched civilians being shot in the shoulder and dying. Immediately. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, there's just too much to not let. Really, like, there's no standout episode for me in Book of Boba Fett. There's nothing I'm like, oh my god, this is such a g-. nothing that had any I, hype I, like tonight. Well, I mean, I I like the nostalgia of him sitting yeah. on like uh, Jabba's throne. Yeah, that but that happened. Cool. Ended, that actually happened in Mando's season two, episode final episode. Well, in the, in the post credits, when yeah. he shoots Bib and then takes the throne. Yes, that was that was dope. that was, was badass. Yeah, that's just like the, that's just the, the 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 little fucking like the cherry on top for for Mando season well, two. I mean, I speaking of post credits, dude. Speaking of post credits, how how does this ah! post how does this post credit scene rank against the Mando post credit scene? I think this one beats it out. I think it by beats far. It. I think it beats it out. By a good portion. So uh, I don't think season spoiler one alert, had one, right? No. Spoiler alert. Skip the next ten minutes of this podcast <laughs> if you don't want to know about. the If you haven't watched scene. it, go watch it. Yeah. If if you just ended the episode and didn't see the post credits, uh, go back and watch the post credits. Super uh, vital. Very vital. Um, kind of makes things go full circle. Dude. But uh, continue. They, oh, they show the little droids like literally bopping around on the on the surfaces. This metal thing. You're like, all right, what is it? And then they like pan back. As they're panning back, we see the things that Andor and the group were building in the prison. They're actually laying them down to connect pieces of like the metal together. Yeah, it looks like um like 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 the the satellite stuff, like the satellite dish stuff. Yeah. Like the, um the the pans the the panels. Yeah, the the metal those like I don't even know if they're like metal aluminum. I, not, probably not aluminum. Then it pans out. You see a ring, and then it pans. And then you're out like, some holy more, shit! You see a bit of a core, and then it pans out some more. All of a sudden, boom! Death Star, dude. You see like the full Death Star, and the only thing they have still have to put together is the dish. Is the dish the the weapon? And it's like halfway put together. So the dude, the Empire has shot. uh the Empire is really making progress in this Death Star, dude. That was such a good shot. Five years before the Battle of Yavin, the Death Star is almost complete. Bro, that that zoom out was so fucking good. Like, I need to, like, I need to, like, pull it up and like see if they have a GIF of it already. Cause, like, dude, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, how did it take? I mean, I guess it took them five years to get all the Kyber crystals necessary to charge the weapon. That dude, that's a big ass Kyber, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, just look at that. Like, that picture is insane. Yeah, let me see that. That picture is insane. That picture is insane. Yeah, I mean the picture I'm looking at right now. It's it's the pan out of the Death Star. The Death Star at this point is pretty much complete. Over. They're, they're just. Is that Scarif down below? I don't know. I think it looks like it looks like Scarif. It does. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'm not gonna lie. I think it is Scarif, yeah, which would which would make sense as to like why they were talking about earlier in the series about the extra materials to Scarif. Yeah, a lot of things going full circle, dude. This series did such a great job of tying in, and like, I, like I said, we didn't give it props till now, but we're able to admit the mistake, and they did a great job in this series. Yeah, I have to agree. It's got me excited I mean, for the future that's, of season that's just, two. That's just beautiful. That that shot's just fantastic. Like, a lot of beautiful shots in this. It got series. me super excited for season two. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, speaking of season two, dude, what are your what are your predictions for season two? Um, I like I said, kind of what we meant, like briefed on earlier. I think we're gonna see. Early in the episode, we're gonna see some pushback on Ferrex from the Empire. Yeah, um, I won't be surprised if the whole planet is pretty much wiped clean of life, pretty um, much, or enslaved, colonized, probably simple, probably simple, uh, similar to what they did to Mandalore. I would assume. Yeah, it's something along those lines. Um, I think we start to see some of the smaller engagements 
maybe between the Rebellion and the Empire. Uh, Mon Moth is on the verge of being exposed at this point. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we accelerate the timeline a few years. Uh, um, kind of maybe a couple time jumps maybe in, in this in this uh, next season. Yeah, so we definitely going like to be a time jump between the seasons. The declaration may be a war that Mon Moth is supposed to do in 2, uh, 2 BBY. Um, I feel like we're going to see her and her husband kind of break up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what happens to the daughter after she gets wed to this this kid, this fourteen year old yeah, kid? If I don't know, which it's it kind of looks like it was going to happen. It's going to probably going to happen. Um, but at this point, Monolith's just trying to cover up her tracks. But I mean, at this point, we know that it's going south. The rebellion almost is full blown in the open now. The empire knows. The empire is not only killed one entire faction, now they have a whole another faction to worry about, and they don't even know about Saul Guerrero yet. Yeah. And not to mention whatever other outposts they have out there. And, Which you know, is somewhere. like the, like Leia has, I mean, the ghost crew. Yeah, and, and then you still have Aldani, the Aldanian, uh, the Aldani squad still rolling around, at least part of it. The ghost so. crew in Rebels, they're still running around. <laughs> they ha- they know that Leia is tied into a faction, so she's still out there running around with a faction. Then, you obviously, like you said, Saul. There's a couple other, like, small, um, what's his name, uh... Do you think he we dies. see uh do you think we see Leia and Andor? It's such a toss up, dude. Like maybe I mean, but like at, a, th- at this point she's in the Senate. Yeah, I was about to say we might see her in the Senate next season. Ooh, I would be okay with that actually. I think we see her in the Senate next season, maybe. Who, I, I didn't get enough Senate this, who, this who year. Who are they getting to play Leia though? Uh probably the same one who did it in Rogue One and then they just again do the reverse engineering CGI. That that looks so bad though. In in Rogue One, you thought it looked bad. I thought it looked bad. But dude, that was the first time they used it in Star Wars. And like Tarkin looked really good, in some of the shots. <laughs> no, in some of the shots he looked really good. In the other ones, he now, looked, now he looked give, wonky. Give me. Uh, well, here's the thing. Like, but then give again, me, it's progressed a lot. Cause remember, Luke didn't look good in no, season yeah, two, he, but he in Book of Boba, he looked really good. He, yeah, he looked like Luke. He dude, looked like he looked Luke. like Luke. Yeah. So I'm at. It, it's gotten better. Like Leia's gonna then look again, like Leia. Though, Carrie Fisher has unfortunately passed away. Yeah, but she has a lot, much larger catalog of movies than, uh, True. than Mark Hamill does. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Well, they actually, well, they actually used Mark Hamill though. Mark yeah, Hamill, but was, he's was, older. Like he, his facial structure has changed. He had that accident, which changed it. Like, like there's yeah. a lot of stuff that changed. True, whereas true, true. Leia, like, they have a lot more pictures to draw of her. I mean, obviously she's a female. She's a model. A lot more pictures to model off of. A lot more. Oh, she was a model, all right? A lot more, uh, <laughs> just like video to go off of her. Plenty of skin to show for her. And if they really want to, they have Miss enough. Organa. They have enough footage of her even in her older age if they want to. Yeah. Use that to get facial markings. But the technology's uh, but gotten think, so uh, good that it would be easy for them. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we see Leia next season. I hope we do. Just uh, even if it's a little bit, I want to see her. She should be. She's a huge part. Like if this show, if this show truly is now about the rebellion, which this episode has pretty much cemented it for me, that this show is now all about the rebellion, yeah. not really and or. Um, I think we see Leia next season. I think we see uh, more skirmishes between the rebellion and the empire. I think we see more of what the empire has done to create <gasps> I think so we, many. I think we're gonna see enemies. I think one thing we're gonna see next season. The one big thing I think we're going to see is going to be Saul. I think we're going to see Saul being Saul and really engaging in that open combat against... Because he's a very Here's the thing, though, proponent is, of open combat against the, rebe- uh, the Empire. Will Disney let go of the handcuffs a little bit? 
and shows them things that we need to see. I mean, dude, we saw it in Kenobi. I think they might. Especially with this show because of how dark this show has already been. This is more, this is an adult geared show. I mean, dude, they showed Andor literally shooting a guy in the chest and they didn't pan off it or anything. No, they did not. That was episode uh, one, dude. They like, showed somebody getting stabbed. Yeah. Some torture. They showed Bix, like, basically naked back. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I, obviously like I said, this... to, a, to somebody who doesn't think about it, that's just a naked back. But knowing where that scene was implying, they were going to have sex. Yeah, and uh, knowing where what Disney has done in the past. Um, I So I think... Based off what we saw in Kenobi, I think they will. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I think we maybe see some of the darker side of the war and torture and... Stuff like that, kind of like I think they gave us like a precursor, yeah, to what we're gonna see. They want they were trying to gauge the audience. I and, think season two uh, is gonna be dark. Oh, it's gonna be dark, hundred percent. Because th- at this point, this is open war. Yeah, I mean, it's um, been declared now, essentially. Uh, yeah, oh, there's gonna be open war. There's gonna be torture. There's gonna be civilian casualties. It's gonna be bad. It's not, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be very good. It's gonna be bad, but it's gonna. And be let's good. be honest. If you think this is? So this is what four. Um. How how many years between here and Andor? I mean, uh, from Andor to Obi Wan, are we ten years away or what? five years? Five years. So five years. Um, yeah, five years. Yeah. yeah. So five well, years. Well, because like it's like five and a half. Because like right now we're like between four and five BBY. It's like in the middle of that. Like, but it's about to turn. So, but when when did Obi Wan occur? What's the what's ten? It? Ten. Ten. A. Uh, BBY. Yeah. All right. So we're five years. So at this point, uh, I mean, five five years ago at this point, Vader. Vader has slaughtered nine. almost entire villages. Nine, because it's ten years after Avengers, so it's nine BBY that happens. So it's a four-year difference, four and a half. Yeah. So four years ago, Vader sla- slaughtered an entire village to get to um, <clears throat> Kenobi. Kenobi, which has already had pockets of the rebellion. Yeah. Um. So I think. Oh, and there's that whole faction too. Yeah, there's a whole. There's that whole. With the what's his face? Uh, the guy. Oh, Shea Jackson. Yeah, the guy is helping people escape and yeah. the Jedi escape and stuff like that. So I think there's there's a whole lot more to to this than I think we'll get this season, you know. And you know, like I said, we saw Vader slaughter an entire village for Obi Wan. So who's to say that the Empire is not going to do this when it has open rebellion against them? Well, so, or maybe we see Saul doing that to the Empire when he finally gets a hold of some of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it maybe can go we either see way. those sick ass X wings in, in in flight too. Well, you know, we, you know, uh, I think in what Rogue One saw has already committed majority of his war crimes. Yeah, so, um, I think that's what we'll see next season. What about you? Um, I mean, we've pretty much covered it. Like you said, open rebellion. Uh, I think we're gonna see Saul, Leia. Um, I hope we get to see. You know, maybe even if we just see the ship. Love to see the ghost from Rebels. Um, we've already seen it before in Rogue One, so there's no reason not to tie it in here as well. Uh, I think that pretty much covers it. Like, I think it's just going to get darker, grittier. I think we're going to see probably some more of that main cast die at some point next season. I think they're going to have to, unless they re-up for another season. Yeah, I um, think so. I think, like you said, time jump's definitely going to happen. We're going to need some kind of time jump. I don't think it's, we it's can. like you can't spend two years... You can't just keep drawing out seasons. Like I don't want this to turn into like a multi-season show. Like I need one, two, and that's it. Because it's not like Mando. You don't have an open book. I mean, you could probably. You could probably draw out three seasons. Yeah, I mean, you could probably draw out the third season, but the third season would have to be like half of it would have to be right before Scarif, and the other half would have to be like post Scarif, post Rebellion with Andor. We like I, I would like so say they did a season three, twelve episodes. 
one through six, I want the lead up to Scarif. Yeah. Seven through twelve, I would want after Death Star two. You're such a bro. I know you're going with this point. Like y'all can't see a look I just gave him. I wish we had a camera. <laughs> if y'all just saw a look I gave this motherfucker, that's why I was tired. And that's why I was silent, bro. I know you're going with this. You do it every time. Yeah. You have to show the end of the empire. If you're gonna show a show about the rebellion, you have to show the end of the empire because that's when the rebellion has won. Or you go even crazier. You give me seven through nine post Death Star two, and you give me ten through twelve post First Order. That's tripping, bro. That, that's <laughs> tripping. No, they are not doing that. I'll tell you right now, they're not doing that. I, I, I'm not. I think we see more of. Uh, I think the first option. I think we see one through six. If if they do three seasons, one if through six will be three. before I Scarif. Don't think before Scarif and then the last couple episodes after Scarif or even maybe like majority of that season before Scarif and then after post Scarif. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see a season three. I think they're going to end the next season. I feel like they're... I don't think... I just don't think there's enough content. I don't think there is. If they open it up to the entire Rebellion, there will be. Yeah, but if not... they keep it just Andor, there's nothing there. Yeah. I mean, unless they just make this guy fucking Superman. And, and he's involved in every possible rebellion conflict. I guess so. He'd have legendary status like Saul Guerrero at that point. This guy's a nobody. Well, he's a spy. So he's a different type. Yeah. Saul was like the leader, like a general. Andor's a spy. So it's a little different. How can you be a spy when for almost a year you're the most wanted man in the galaxy? I wouldn't say he's the most wanted. He's up there. But again, this is ISB. They don't share information, though. I know they're not sharing information, but it's he's only wanted. Like, yeah, but he's not wanted to the public. He's only wanted within the Empire. Like, he's wanted where, like, they... T- like, on Exa- Ferrix, he was wanted. Okay, exactly. As a spy, you need to spy on your enemy, and you have to well, be close to do that. So if the Empire knows who you are, and they want you dead, how yeah, are you going to be a if spy? They don't, if they don't know where you're at, though, like, because, like, think about it. He went back to that sand planet, and he was literally walking, like, free on the sand planet without any hood, without any cover... Well, Middle if, of that. if you noticed that on the sand planet, everybody was dead. It was abandoned. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, no, because there was people sleeping in his house. That one person. Two people. But you saw nobody on the beach. You saw nobody on the phones out in the open when they were talking on the phone. They all got arrested. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I'm not saying so, that they, uh, he is involved th- in everything, th- but if, going, he, if they're going that way... That's they're, how they do it. They're going to evolve him. Do you know why? Because guess what he do on Scarif? What was he on Scarif? He was a commander. Yeah. He knew how to lead combat troops and how to lead a mission. Yeah. That wasn't his first rodeo, kinda, I guarantee you but that. he kind of did that on the Aldani too, in a way. Exactly. He kind of was like, no, I I'm think the he, boss. <laughs> wait, they, they may say this is a spy show, but we're seeing the the the, the um, redefinition of a great commander, yeah. unfortunately. I, they're gonna they're gonna rewrite Andor's character into a general. Yeah, and I don't really want them to do that. Uh, that's what it's that's what it's heading to. Yeah, I know, unfortunately. Because I think Luthen dies in season two, and then Andor's gonna take over his point of contacts, and he's gonna help maybe become a commander and leader. Because you saw how much respect he demanded when he was at Scarif. Yeah, I think maybe when Luthen dies, maybe that's about the same time. If we have a time jump, like we said, 
if there's a time jump, maybe that's like two BBY or two BBY when Mothma takes over Luthen's contacts because he dies, and she makes the decision to just call a lot war. Yeah, and it it could be that easy. And like I said, I think I think um, they rewrite Andor into a general or some kind of commander, um, because at this point he's too wanted to be a spy anymore. Yeah. Um, Probably. But he can teach how to be a spy. So I think that's why you'll see him be a leader or commander going forward in this He's going to become probably the fulcrum agent for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll teach the next person. So yeah, we'll probably I, see Ahsoka tie in at some point if they want to go that route with her. Or have her teach him and then have him teach someone else. Did they say what the Ahsoka timeline was for the show? Post. Post-Empire? Post-Mando, post yeah. Really? Post-Mando? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Because that's when Ezra and Thrawn are going to be popping back up. Mm, okay, fair enough. Because they disappear with the purgles in the open space. But uh, yeah, guys, I think we've we've drawn this episode with a lot of stories. But at least you guys guys got to know us. Um, but you know, a lot of speculation to go into season two with. We got uh two years before that happens. So again, I'm sure yeah, we'll be back at, uh, here discussing this again at some point. Yeah, looking at like 2024 for season two. As details come out uh, about I think it, they I think they have started filming. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I don't course. know where we're going to go next with the podcast. We'll figure it out uh, over the next coming weeks. We're going to do Tales probably next week. Uh, Yeah. Um, we're probably going to take a break over the holidays, I would assume. I think... Uh, I think Give me like a week to catch up on Tales. I, have to, I still have to watch okay. them all. Okay, so we'll do, we'll do a week break after this episode. Yes. And then we'll catch up on Tales the week after that. And then over the holidays, we'll probably have a, a couple-week break as well. Yeah, because, uh, I, I mean, uh, just to give you a heads up, World of Warcraft is uh, releasing a new expansion on Monday. Okay. So, yeah. Any, Watch any... your tales before that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have some free time tomorrow. All right, guys. Well, that's it for us. We're about at an hour-ish mark, if not a little bit past that. So we're going to wrap it up here. If you guys did enjoy it, go ahead and follow us over on Twitter and Instagram. Um you know, let let us know your predictions for season two. Yeah, uh, what I'm, you guys think. Tell us about the what your thoughts on the post credit scene, the battle. Did you want to run through a wall as well as once we did? Yeah, man. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll be back here at the drawing board talking about Andor season two, and maybe even really going over season one again in the coming months or years. Uh, but for now, that's pretty much it for us here today. Any final words? That's a wrap on Andor, my friend. It's a wrap on Andor. We got through it. We did. We, we had a did. couple week problem, but we we're all right. Yeah, we're good. We're back to back on the grind. All righty. Well, you guys have a great, blessed morning, uh, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is where you're at, night. You guys have a great day. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And hopefully you enjoyed your holiday. Now. Yes. Hope you had a good yes. Black Friday. Today is Cyber Monday, so go ahead and get your shopping on while you're listening to the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, you know. We drop any good deals on merch on Monday? There probably will be a good deal, so if you guys want to check out the shop, go ahead and check it out. Um, it's getting cold. It is getting cold. I don't know if the organic hoodies are back in, but we do have regular hoodies. They're pretty good. Not as good, but pretty good. I have to check the – I don't know fire. yet. I'll, I'll, I'll update on Twitter uh, the status on the shop of the organic hoodies. Yes, but, the, the organic hoodies are fire. But um, other than that, guys, you guys have a great time, whatever time it is. Peace out. And may the force be with you.